Thanks for listening to the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. We're back this week with the good and the bad and the ugly. This is General Movie Review. Dove is here. What's up? Joey's also here. <laughs> What's going on? We're air drumming to uh, one of the songs produced by our engineer, Bradley St. James. Brad's here as well. He's our engineer. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, There's that ride symbol. That's right, <laughs> on, the, on the alternating. Okay, um... Now, uh, Dub, go ahead and start off with uh, your pick for the good and the bad. Okay, so I had, a, I had a couple different things I wanted to do this time, but something came out recently. Oh yeah, that has everybody Gotta talk talking. about it. Gotta so talk let's about talk it. about it. I'm doing the, a trailer park, and we're talking about Aladdin. Oh, we're talking I knew about it. I knew, it. I knew, oh, knew yeah. it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it exactly. And uh, this has the whole world talking right now yep. about what's going on now. Um, I see it in my There's, nightmares. I, 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 <laughs> I, know, I told talk. you. I Listen. told you that Will Smith needs to be trashed for the actor okay. that he is. Well, no, well, well hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, let's not. Let's not get into. Hold. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me do my segment yeah, I'll before let him we start. Before, right? before I respond. Now to listen. That. Now this trailer apparently um, put Disney and company on so much damage control. Okay. Um, that they re- that's this is the reason why they released the Frozen trailer that quickly. So apparently, <laughs> are you serious? Apparently, Come on, no. Apparently, they weren't going to release the Frozen trailer for a while. Oh, yeah, I bet. But because of the backlash from the Aladdin, they released the Frozen what? two trailer I mean, super I, I, early. I gotta imagine. I mean, I gotta imagine so, he's right about that because that Frozen trailer was super detailed. Like, yeah. like it I wasn't felt, a teaser. It wasn't yeah, like a. Like it wasn't yeah. like a. Like, like uh, we're talking. Yeah. That's Aladdin. Aladdin comes out in what? Uh, April, June. Uh, I forget. It comes I wanna, out. I like, forget. It comes out. In, it comes out in the next couple months. Comes out in the next couple months, and we don't have Frozen until November. But they give us like a three-minute trailer. I mean, yeah, to, it was be, long. to be fair, I still had no idea what was happening in that movie. Like, it, it, what, what's some the, other what the premise? I, I have no idea what the premise of the new movie. is. I really but, don't care either. because I didn't think Frozen was that great. Yeah. But anyway, it so forgettable. That it, D- D- Disney went into damage control mode, you know, when this when this released. Our minds lit it. And go. now I, I when I was first seeing it uh, for the first time, first of all, I think the music is still phenomenal. It's probably the only thing that it has going for it. Well, yeah, and, um, I mean anything that it's you see Iago flying around. Anything I don't know that's do anything him. that's directly ripped from the original movie is fine. I, I like I know. the original movie. Um, and so I was the first thing though that caught my attention. Uh, which I was just like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like right away? Mm-hmm. Was like, who is this Jafar guy? Oh. Like, he's like, where is the lamp? He's like, Aladdin, go get me the lamp. I'm like, who is who is, is that Jafar? Is that supposed <laughs> to be Jafar? Yep. <laughs> what, who is that guy? Oh. Yep. And I'm like, I had to look it up. I'm looking up. Is that him? That's him. Yep. <laughs> so oh first of all, I'm like, that's Jafar? Okay, yeah. whatever. Let's keep keep it going here, <laughs> right, right? right? Whatever. I so, did not so know that to me. To me, that to me that was almost worse than Genie. To be honest I with know. you, what do you say? Go get me the lamp, Aladdin. Like, wow. Okay, we're we're great. And this is what's his name's directing it. Uh, Guy Ritchie. Oh, really? Who, who's directing this? Now he's oh, got a lot that. of. He did all the Sherlock Holmes movies. He's directing all this stuff. Now let me just or, say, or listen, King Arthur. Did King Arthur. Yeah, he did King Arthur. There's a yeah, lot. He's a good not track a bad director, but what are you supposed to do with a movie like this? For real, I know. How do you even? Yeah. I know. So it goes back into this premise. You know, is this even a good idea at all to do live action Disney anything? Yeah, because no, I have not but, been that but impressed. It's going to make money, and Disney. I know just it's gonna... make a ton of money, but um, 
Disney's whole Disney's whole whole thing with Star Wars with Marvel at least with Marvel they've uh, maybe because Marvel's a decent company in and of itself but with all these things they they're just looking for something they can churn out on a regular basis we have like th- we have Dumbo what next month mm-hmm. and then we have Aladdin I mean we have like we have like four and the Lion King we have like yeah we heaven right. help us when they run out of live action films. I know oh yeah who knows oh, no, what is going to happen that will be a great day but I mean <laughs> what's like. Fair. I'm with, a f- so my, my yeah, start remaking their live action well, films. Yeah, what, <laughs> what do we? What do I say? What I do we, was actually going to say that they're going to bring out an animated film, and then the live action remake is going to come out two months later. <laughs> Frozen shit. two in November. Frozen two, the live action remake in I mean, December. You know what? And it might actually work. Like they might be horrible, but people will go see it because <laughs> yeah, they love right. these characters. Animated, they'll do the animated version of the live action. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say that they're going to make an animated version of the live action. That'd be film. great. Oh, oh, hey, oh. into the Spider Verse, man. Like, maybe well, we no, they're, yeah, they're just going to get poor Pixar to remake everything. Oh, man. Um, oh, so, uh, yeah, and, and again, I have not been a fan of really any of the live action. I saw Cinderella. That was okay. Uh, you know, I saw uh, Beauty and the Beast I thought was horrible. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped caring. So I, yeah. I'm not going into this trailer going, wow, this is great. I, the music to me is the only thing that has going for it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, and so that, anyway. That goes back to what we were again, saying last right. month about the greatest non-Disney films. Right. And, I, and I'm, I'm actually happy they're, they're using kind the of abstract, abstract actors and actresses, which is fine. Um, but then we get into that and he's in the cave. Okay. Everything looks cool. Whatever. Um, and then the big thing happens. Yeah. Right? The yeah. thing everyone's talking and then, about. And then here comes the genie. The memes. Right? And I thought, and at first, like, when I first saw it, I didn't go, I didn't, like, reel back in, like, horror, like a lot of people did. Oh, uh, yeah. I see. Right? I was I like, see oh. nightmare. Like, it was, it was, like, reel back in horror. What was really weird to me was the way he was moving and talking. His mouth was weird. It looked like, it looked like. Um, there was there was because he didn't have legs. It seemed like there was um, um, missing. I don't know. Something was missing. I didn't and, get and that. So, I just and to me it was just it, to me it was just a terrible design choice. There's, there's I, I mean, I, I feel like I mean, how do you how how in the world do you, I I started thinking about it going well. It would be better if he was just himself wearing like a blue suit. Oh no! Uh, I, see, like I, think, blue, I think they should have gone. Full, uh, toga. I think they should have gone full CGI and not had any resemblance to Will Smith himself. I just I don't know if it's even possible. I mean, no, yeah, it, it, you it, can't it, because it, the I mean, character it, was created by Robin Williams, and 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 every person who comes after him will be judged and compared to him, and it will never measure up. He invented well, genie, and, so, and they will right, never come but, close. And what's really crazy too is I kind of went online. I was doing a little kind of what are people saying, you know, and all this stuff, and um, apparently he's going to be doing some type of like this is a musical. So he's going to be bringing rap and stuff like that to the genie oh, no. through the no. movie. Please, and I'm, no. I know, I'm serious, and I'm reading this, and he's like, I'm doing genie a different way. We're going to be doing some you know, hip-hop numbers and stuff like that. And I'm going, oh, well, you no. are? Really? <laughs> so this, this has oh, no. disaster written all over it from the get-go. And I know the genie looked weird. I thought he, he um, moved weird. It's hard to do him without legs. But I, 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 I may be defending Disney a little bit and thinking that this might be an impossible character to do mm-hmm. in live action. It just well, will never yeah, work we live action. shouldn't defend Disney. They just should scrap this kind of stuff. But they make a ton of money on it. Yeah, this might even make them more money. People might go out there just being like, "Man, this looks so no, bad." I'm I mean, go this is where we have to hope. Oh, this is where we have to hope that the audiences send a message, because they got they got some sort of weird message, whether uh, on purpose or by accident. They got some sort of weird message when they didn't like the res- the numbers of um, the Star Wars uh, side stories. Yeah, you right. know, and they're like, okay. We're cutting it. Uh, hopefully. The same message gets sent here. I hope this movie plots, and they're like, "Okay, stop everything." I actually 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 thought that the 
Maybe I was wrong. Step away from Peter Pan. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Oh my god. They try to do that. This is so bad. They try like it's so bad. Hook, hook, hook was good. That wasn't Disney though. It wasn't. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Well, the thing is, the thing is, is I guess my biggest issue is that I don't get the point. I think, I think even I think you know, take away Jafar and Genie, just the just the kind of way that trailer opens up. And you and you look on the is the cave of secrets, the cave of wonders, cave of wonders. That's yeah. right, cave of wonders. You look out, you look up on the cave of wonders, and we've just lamp. we've we've like we've we've cr- we've just totally cropped out set pieces altogether. Like that whole right. thing is just CGI. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And yeah, it's just it, did, like, it did it's have so a fake boring. look to it. It's you're so, right. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not even interesting to me. It's like okay, I'm. I'd rather just go watch the animated version of yeah. this. Yeah, you can right. even you like, can even to me, tell. C- to me, CGI is not an interesting enough replacement but, to to warrant these all these remakes. And, and to me, most of the time, it just looks weird and stupid. And just because it, just because it works, and we have. We don't, and I mean that's not really the reason that we appreciate the Marvel films. Like we're interested in seeing actors that we really love play like characters that we know on comic books and seeing new stories. This isn't the case. We're getting the exact same story, just with different actors, most of which we either don't know or don't do a great job because the originals did so well, and then we just get a bunch of CGI, which isn't even Um, interesting. And I and I think a problem you run into too is uh, just like Beauty and the Beast and stuff. You can even tell in the trailer when he rubs the lamp. Right, and the genie comes out, and he's supposed to be like looking at the genie as the genie's coming out. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's looking at some like pole with something on it behind right. a green screen. Yeah. There's no, and it was the same thing. Emma Watson during the whole scene of the uh, the dinner, mm-hmm. yeah. you could tell she's looking into into nothing. Mm-hmm. Like like, and she's supposed to be looking at a character, but she's looking past characters. Yep. And so it's it, it really. Um, and that's a reason why they scrapped Gollum as a complete CGI character. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why they brought in an actor because these guys were not were not Connecting. engaging. We couldn't right. connect with with uh, with with key grips back yeah. there with poles yep. and putting a dot at the right spot. Yeah, right. right? They, they, they were trying to act it out, and they're like, "This is not working. We need an actual person." Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's when they brought in, you know, and they kind of redid Gollum. Mm-hmm. If you remember how Gollum looked. Remember in the real beginning, you can see how he looked. He looked different. Mm-hmm. It's just straight CGI yeah. until they actually did it. That was part of the reason because they couldn't. And, and that's that's what these Disney films are full of right now. Yeah, I just think it's I don't know. It's it's so weird. It looks to me. bad. It really is. I, I have to I, admit, I've, I still haven't seen the trailer, and I knew it was going to be bad see, because I, I, <laughs> Will Smith is in it. He I ruins know, every movie he's in now. Yeah, you're, you're starting. Yeah, you have a point there. I've been saying this for years. Hey, you have a point. He's been Will Smithing every <laughs> single movie that he's been right out of the box office. Yeah, but he doesn't. To me, he doesn't ruin this. This was ruined. No one, no one beats. No one compares to to Robin Williams doing Genie. There's not going to be yeah. anyone out there comparing to it. Well, and to me, they've already ruined it with Jafar too. Like this, this little punk Jafar doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, what in the world? So, Yo, here's me. Here's he my was, question. He was. He was. He was the. Like and he was anti-intimidating in the trailer, and I know we only saw like a second of him. But I just, to me, if you're going to show a second of a big villain, it better be the most intimidating second you have in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the, it was like the opposite of that. Right. Smith coming out was the most intimidating. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had, I had, yeah, a, scare I had, me right I had away from a the nightmare film. where everyone, where every, where I was seeing the back of everyone in my dream, and they all turned around. And it was just Will Smith's face everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Here, well, here's my question to you guys: Can it be done? Can you do the genie? No, in, in, no, in, in no, a live no, action. Uh, no, and, and, and I'm gonna get to Brad in a second. But no, and here's why: 
because the memory of Robin Williams is still fresh in our mind. You have to wait until culture has drastically changed. I say you have to wait until 50 years so we'll have like completely different idea of movies, completely different idea of comedy so that everything has changed. And we look back and say at Robin Williams and say that was good for then, that was funny back then or what have you. And, and then you have to wait a long time until everything has changed, until that movie is no longer a standard of a good Disney film, and then you can redo it. But um, until then, until that movie is not viewed as a good Disney film anymore, um, you'll never be able to do it. It's The, the standard Maybe. is there. Maybe. Brad, what were we going to say? I was just going to say uh, the people who wrote Hook were geniuses because they did like a spinoff. Like they didn't do yes. Peter Pan. Right, they right. Did a spin-off of they Peter did a spin off. I think if they did yes. the same thing with Aladdin, like come back like twenty years later. Yes, right. Oh, okay, yeah. Free genie for genie's like, free. He's got feet, he's got legs, right. he's free. Yes. Yeah, that's a good that's idea. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, you do a spin off. Well well but yeah, Dumbo could, Dumbo yeah. is kind of a spin off. I mean, right? That's a completely different plot, so maybe that might is work. It? It is. The new, no, there's the no, new there's no uh there's no Timothy Q Mouse. Yeah, there's no Timothy Q Mouse. it's kids instead. And oh, uh, and that. and we'll go, um, what's his name? Will Ferrell, uh, not Will Ferrell. Oh my gosh, who am I talking about? Dumbo. Oh, Colin. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Uh, he, you know, he's <laughs> in it a lot too. Apparently, so we have an adult character. No Timothy Q. Mouse. No crows and birds. None of that stuff. Oh, so I didn't know that. But um, it might be a good thing. I'm thinking now. I'm like, maybe they can't do. Like, uh, how do you good, do that? Good, good piece of bro. Did you know the um, the lead crow from Dumbo? I be done seeing about everything yeah. when I see an elephant fly. That is Jiminy Cricket. It's oh, the same voice it? actor? Same They're voice nice. actor. I didn't know that. Same voice actor. And a lot of people are finding that out and they're calling it racist because he's playing the black guy. Right, it's supposed to be the crows are supposed to be a really? play on black I never culture. Thought, I never, yeah, yeah. Be, be, oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, we yeah, watch yeah. them. It's like a play on on you know. It's it like, actually, it's really? definitely clearly black actors using black driving. You know, like they're driving like black folks. Uh, you know, back on the, the standard of that day, and people are like finding out. Oh, it was a white guy playing him now, and now it's kind of like being viewed as racist. You know, they'll just but implode that, but, on themselves. But that was that was the Pathetic. guy who played the guy who played. Um, Jiminy Cricket is the guy who played the lead crow. Cool. I was I was floored when I found that out. Actually, I was completely surprised. I did not know that. All right, that's wait till that comes out live action. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's that Dove's work. pick for uh, Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Joy, what do you got? All right, um, I have a. Uh, I'm going to do a review. Uh, walk the plank on um, <clears throat> Halloween 2018. Okay, I think that's the, the one. With You've the, been waiting a long time to talk about. I this have been one. waiting a long time. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, uh, we were a little late, but the DVD Blu-ray just came out, so I okay. figured. Now it's going to be the time where the the next wave of people get to see this movie who didn't see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so might as well hear I didn't about see it. it yet. Plus, I it's was... plus it's kind of hotly debated. Um, I, I guess um, I'm not like a huge. I've never been a huge. I like horror movies, but I've never been a huge slasher fan. Right. Um, but the the original Halloween's not is pretty is pretty decent, and so. Um, and so I was interested in this one just because there were a lot of people right when it first came out that loved it, that were raving about it. And then as it was out in theaters longer and then after it left theaters, there I noticed there were a lot more people kind of um, upset with it. A lot of like really big longtime fans who were kind of skewering it. And I was really confused. And so I read a lot of reviews. It was really interested and just kind of like this is my review slash response kind of being someone on the outside because there were a lot of people I noticed a lot of people skewering it were like people who saw the original movie 
back in the 70s, like when they were younger and then have followed the series through. And so I guess being a millennial and not having the chance to see the movie in its original form, right? Mm -hmm. But I did get the chance back um, in October. I actually did get the chance to see the original in theaters. They showed it for like a day in theaters. So I got to watch the original and then saw the new one like right afterwards. So I got to see them like back to back Mm -hmm. in kind of an interesting comparison. So this one, um, this is the, it's called, just called Halloween 2018. It essentially eliminates every other sequel in the franchise. Is it's claim? Oh wow! It's not a reboot. It's the it's Halloween two is essentially, but it 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 the idea is that canonically it, it cuts out everything else. Kind of like Force Awakens. No, because right? Dude, oh, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying yeah. like all the the books and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, were made yeah. It eliminated yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. This is the right. idea. This is the idea that that um, there was no Halloween two. Right. No Halloween two or anything afterwards. Uh, yeah, so H two O, none of that. Yeah, stuff. none of that stuff. So, well, the, that's not bad. I mean, the, those are garbage. The anyway. idea, the idea is that, um, the idea is that um, Michael, the the, end, the ending of the first one is, you know, Laurie pushes him off the balcony and he's laying there, and then when she goes and checks on him, he's gone. Right. Whoa! <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. What? I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you haven't seen it by now. Yeah, there are gonna be lots of forty year old movie. When we talk about our movies, there's gonna be lots of spoiler. So yeah, I'll just spoiler it this whole I'm thing. I'm messing with you. Um, but uh. <laughs> But um, anyway, so um, the idea is that, you know, that movie, th- I, th- I think this was kind of a, a dumb way to start the movie to begin with, because this movie starts with Michael back in prison. And the idea is that the doctor hunted him down and caught him that same night that he disappeared from Laurie Strode's home or from the when the home she was babysitting at. But it was kind of like that whole the whole movie ends with like. Like, can the monster be killed? Like, what's, like, the mystery, like, that there's more coming, right? And then the original second one takes place that same night. And this one takes place 40 years later. Right. And they don't even show anything that happened. They just explain away the fact that he was he was caught later that night, which is kind of, like, I don't know, anticlimactic. Yeah, just to start right. out. Start out. But anyway, the two things I wanted to address, the two main things I wanted to address about this is that the two biggest issues I saw people have with this comparing it to the first one because there was a lot of PR about this movie about how these directors were going to get it right and like they knew they knew what made the first one great blah 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 Force Awakens and so, <laughs> okay I don't but anyway so um, I, don't, I don't know that they made that claim in Force Awakens um, uh, maybe JJ maybe JJ did uh-huh. maybe uh, JJ yeah. did I can see that comparison yeah. um, but anyway so there was a lot of talk about that and the two things I saw people take take up with is that they felt like the character development was bad and they felt like the um, suspense, the suspense part of the film was bad. And so I'm here to say that I think one of those is correct. And one of those, I totally don't get at all. So this movie, I, to me, the shining part of this movie, which I thought was really interesting was how well they were able to bring the, the town to life, like the town and the people in the town to life in mere like seconds. That like the the right the dialogue throughout a lot of this movie was so interesting. Like they were able to make characters that like were on screen for like thirty seconds. Like it, they were able to, like make bring them to life and like make them interesting and make the town and the environment and everything interesting within mere seconds. Which Sounds I thought like was awesome. Sounds like a Shyamalan awesome. movie. Um, which I thought was really really cool. It was it was awesome. It was wow. just like you'd have like you just have you would just have characters that would be on the screen for 30 seconds talking about something that like you barely knew any background about but it brought them to life and made them interesting there were a lot of people who were like oh the character development in this movie wasn't very good you know i you really liked the characters before they died in the original and i didn't think that at all i mean it like it's pretty much Laurie strode her two friends 
and then the kids and the one boyfriend in the original yeah, movie. Expendable, there's, expendable there, flesh. Yeah, there's, there's really, there's really not many characters, and and Laurie is like this kind of like interesting bookish like like cool character, and then her friends are are really shallow and lame. And so, you, and this is, so the suspense is really good in that first movie. I mean, that whole movie, Michael's in it throughout. But he doesn't kill anybody for a very long time after the first two kills in the in the original. What was the first one made? 1978, I think it is. Oh wow. Yep. 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 Um, and so yeah, so like there, that movie takes forever after the original. After he kills his sister in the very beginning, and then there's one other character who dies. After that, it's like 50 minutes, an hour even that like before he goes on to kill anyone else. He's in it as a presence, but it, you know it, they really draw that out, which is a really cool thing right because slashers have really become let's just kill people in the most brutal ways possible very desensitized that suspense is really gone from that genre yeah you and, can you can tell now one, who's gonna die you're like yep. yep that's fodder right there yep this guy yep and yeah. so in this movie um they tried to i think they tried to play they tried to i think they tried to play like somewhere in between because you had the original which you know drug it out but really that's not the standard for slasher movies anymore and then you had that reboot that um, uh, what's his name did Rob Zombie did mm-hmm. that reboot which is horrible. I'm, mm-hmm. I watched that when I was a teenager and I really wish I hadn't. It was a horrible movie, <laughs> horrible movie, and really grotesque. Like Ugh, two yeah. of the most mean spirited. I didn't watch the second one thankfully. I just heard it was the same garbage. But the first movie was one of the most mean spirited, nasty movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's brutal, and a lot of people, like a lot of Halloween fans, hate it. Like even for a slasher movie, it's just mean spirited and nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really horrible. And so this movie felt like it tried to make a balance. They recognized that people didn't really did really didn't like the Rob Zombie movies, but I guess because they still wanted to be modern, there was probably a lot more brutality in this one than there needed to be. And because of that, the suspense really gets lost. Um, and so there's really not to me there's really not much suspense other than maybe the scene at the end with Laurie and Michael, but the, the, they do, they put a lot of like like kind of extra killings throughout the movie, and there's not the, that kind of drawn out suspense like what's going to happen, what's ha- like where's Michael that kind of thing that kind of got lost in this movie. Hmm. I think they tried to make it they still tried to make it modern and keep up with like how brutal some movies are without going too far over, and they did that well, but still was. It, it, it definitely lost that suspense. And so I think, I think in terms of – to me, that is what makes the first movie – that's the best thing about the first movie. And this movie lost that. However, this movie – because everyone always raves like John Carpenter is wonderful. That's his masterpiece. Yeah, right. You know, he can't be topped. Right. And to, and to me, they, to me the, the character development in this movie was so much better than anything he did in that first movie. To me, it was really interesting the way they brought the town to life, the way they brought the characters to life. I mean, you legitimately have characters who like – who would get killed off after being after a minute on screen and you like actually felt bad for them hmm. or like you actually like and then the some of the characters that that survived longer and then eventually got killed off because there is this whole sequence with sequence with more teenage babysitter type characters <laughs> like those characters like you really feel for it and you actually like really feel bad about which to me is good horror like when you actually care about the characters right. and it's yeah. not just it's about, part of the entertainment it's, yeah, factors it's, it's not about yeah. the violent part killing the at the end it's about like like seeing Let's. It's about like caring about the characters. So you give it like um, solid, like uh, what out of ten? I would say I'd probably only give it a six out of ten because I did think that the other issue I had with it is that it felt like they really complicated up a lot of it, a lot of things in order to get Michael back out on the street. It felt like there were some pretty serious plot holes and some weird ways they went about getting Michael back out of prison so he could kill more people. Um, 
and that was kind of like a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like it just felt like there were like weird plot holes and just weird things that like wouldn't happen. Yeah. Because the the premise the this beginning of the movie is that there are these podcasters because it's forty years later, right? So these podcasters developing you know one of those popular serial podcasts, um, you know where they want to tell the story of Michael Myers. And somehow they've gotten his original mask from the killings 40 years ago. Like, what, what police officer lets that out of custody? Right. Like, yeah, you know, who right. did, yeah, there's just no stupid. way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Somehow they've gotten that mask, and it sets them up for this whole scene that they're able to get in to the prison and convince Michael's doctor that they should be able to see him and show him the mask in the middle of the prison, which is, like, what sets off everything. Okay. Just stuff like that. Do you that see like, his face? No, you don't. Okay. So you see a little bit of the chin, but it's, uh, to me it was too much. But okay. it wasn't. It wasn't like really bad. Okay. It wasn't really bad that you see his whole face. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I mean, there were just things like that that just seemed. Was he talking? Huh? No. Okay. No, no, no. They didn't ruin the character of Michael. Okay. They definitely didn't. They didn't ruin the character of Michael. I didn't. I also didn't think that they ruined the character of Laurie Strode, which were both. Both were intact. Both were good. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I felt like the Laurie Strode becoming a a like over a forty year period of not having anything happen to her. That she becomes this survivalist? I don't know. It was kind of an interesting take. I don't know how believable it was because of the writing, but but um, Laurie Strode, the character, like was was very good. So okay. um, yeah, the acting was good and stuff like that. So Sweet. Jamie Lee Curtis did a good job reprising that role again. She has like she hasn't been in many. Yeah, I've like, not seen her in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, I've not. She seen actually her looks pretty good. I feel like as a, as a, I mean, she looks like she's not. You know, quote unquote leather face. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not. She's not. Doesn't look like a a baseball mitt. She's yeah, actually yeah. like <laughs> yeah. in decent shape, and she's aging well. Yeah, it seems. I felt like she was always meant to be that age. I think that's like to me. <laughs> yeah. To me, like when I saw her when she was younger, she had the short hair. She always looked like she was. To me, she always came across as somebody who was fifty trying to look thirty. And now that she's, you know, however old she is, you know, I think she's finally, to me, in my mind, hit her like yeah. prime. Like this is, you look your best at this age. You I'll know, people honest. could probably Just punch me in the face for saying that, but that's what I think. And real quick, <laughs> real, real quick, uh, real quick sidetrack. You know who's aging really, really well? Jeff Goldblum. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. you see that guy? You're like that dude. Like Fine he is wine, aging man. well. Yeah, him and Steve Carell, aging yeah. very, both aging very well. Anyway, side note. All right, thanks, Joey, for your yeah. uh, pick, uh, yeah, Halloween. Yep. Um, for my pick, I'm going to get philosophical about timeless comedy. Um, <laughs> this this over the weekend, Yara and I watched um, Dennis the Menace uh, with Walter Walter Matthau and Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I have not it's seen this in a long time. It's been a while. And let me tell you, Yara has never laughed at any movie so hard. Really? She laughed so hard. And and she was she was laughing. I'm laughing just thinking about I, me too. She was laughing before the comedy even started because Mr. Why? Wilson is just so funny when you look at him. When you just look at him and you know the part is coming is up. He, is where he in the da- first scene? I forget the, how the movie opens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he, it starts it, off uh, – can you bring up the soundtrack, Brad? The opening uh, – sure. uh, opening soundtrack and and you just listen to music and all you think about is mr wilson being annoyed at dennis and as you get older as you get older you appreciate that movie more and more because you realize oh my goodness i'm doing some of the same things that mr wilson is complaining about like like uh, i'm not i'm not i'm like like as a child i remember doing the things that dennis did right but i couldn't relate to mr wilson at all Mm. but now as i'm getting older i'm relating to mr wilson more than i'm relating to dennis (laughs) 
you know, as being a homeowner and, you know, yeah. having things in your bathroom that you like use to groom yourself and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And, and, and just imagining being so annoyed to having a little kid that messes all that up for you every time he's around, you know, and, and, you know, th- there's so many things that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually starting to relate to Mr. Wilson more because before I related to Dennis and, and when I'm talking about Thomas comedy, I'm talking about a lot of these films, um, I'm talking about a lot of these films that that play on, like I said, millennialisms and cultural references. That's funny now, but later you're going to be like, that is so dumb. What a complete waste of cheap laughs. You know, theater laughs, which I hate so much. And and then you over here, you have the Three Stooges, which is coming up on 100 years old. You know, these guys, Um, they started off, I think, back in the 30s and went all the way to like, I think, the 60s. And so when, when we're talking about timeless comedy and I reference the Three Stooges, I'm saying that the Three Stooges are never not going to be funny. They're always going to be funny no matter what generation yeah. you're in. They're going to be funny. I don't think they're ever going to go out of style. Or if they do go out of style, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take well over 100 years for them to go out of style, their type of comedy. Um, I, you know, Slapstick comedy is to me a timeless form of comedy if, if you have the character of Mr. Bean. Um, you know, if I was going to say the greatest um, slapstick comedians of the Three Stooges, number two is Mr. Bean. I- I'm starting to see I'm start- people. People are starting to share his his old skits on Facebook. And they're we're start- funny. Yeah, they uh, his are old so- stuff where yeah. he's real young. Yes, yeah. that is really yeah. funny. And I did not grow up with them. <laughs> yeah, I did not. You know, I wasn't watching that when I was a kid. Oh, I was. I loved Mr. Bean. Yeah, I, and, and and here's the thing. I'm, as an adult, where I'm completely disconnected from him, I'm starting to watch the one where did you see the karate one, where, no. where where the instructor is teaching people how to fall in judo. He's teaching them judo, and he's grabbing everybody and he's throwing them over their, his shoulder. And Mr. Bean is like shocked at like you know how violent this all is, and he's getting scared <laughs> because his turn is coming up. And it is so funny, you know. And it's timeless comedy. It's timeless comedy, right. and 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 the reason that Yara was laughing at at Mister uh, Mister Wilson before he even got into well, as he was walking into the bathroom, is because even though Yara doesn't understand a lot of like American humor, she still understands slapstick comedy, and that's why she was laughing because I had been showing her comedies before that she couldn't really relate to. She couldn't right. think that was really funny. She, she's from Brazil. She didn't really think it was funny. She liked What About Bob a lot. But um, other than that, this is the one she's laughed the most at. And like I showed her Rush Hour, she didn't think it was that funny at all. Oh my you know? God. Wow, yeah. I know. I know. I know. And this is one of the I funniest was, comedies out there. I know. I think so too. <laughs> but but there's, there's not that much slapstick in that right, one. Right. You know, you have to really understand kind of American humor to get the fact that Chris yeah, Tucker is a- hilarious. Guess, yeah, yeah, right. The action is just action. It's right. Not really slapstick. Yes. That's true. There, right. Now, 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 Jackie Chan does do a perfect blend in my mind of slapstick and karate yeah, right but a lot of people don't think it's funny they just think it's cool yeah um so so <laughs> so when mr wilson comes trotting into that bathroom and you know what's going to happen you just start laughing right away because you're about to see slapstick comedy you're not about to see some sort of cultural reference yeah. to what was going on back in 1993 you're going to see slapstick comedy and that's why she was laughing so hard and i started laughing too because you know i, I mean i grew up with that film i was laughing yeah. at her laughing i mean just all these all these factors and and you know, just talking about Dennis the Menace and the fact that they use timeless comedy in that film. I wish more films, um, instead of throwing in pedophilia like in Show Dogs. Oh, they're horrible! It's horrible. I wish that we would go back to our roots of slapstick comedy and make more films that have timeless comedy. 
Dumb and Dumber has also a yeah. lot of slapstick in it. <laughs> slapstick and buddy comedies. What that, happened too? to those? You know what's funny about that too? I was going to mention Dumb and Dumber because they, those two are are incredibly funny looking too, and with with it. So whenever they just show up on screen, they just look so stupid that you laugh at them. Right. Right. And it was the same with the Stooges. When I was, I went on Stooge binge, and then I was off for years. Right. And then this this they have this one called uh, Three Stooges Me Hercules, which yeah. was an okay money funny yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's but not even it's you, not even it's not even a curly. It's it's curly. No, Joe. it's curly Joe. It's yeah. not even curly, yeah. right? And I, I had watched gone years without watching the Stooges, and I just pressed play for whatever reason, and all I did was just look at the three of them, and I just I could not. I was crying laughing, just because <laughs> of how stupid, just just who they are and right. what they do. It's right. it's it, the very opening scene of them just. Tossing medicine back and forth. Yep. I could, I'm laughing about it now. It's yeah. just, it's, it's something about it. Yeah, when you could just see them, mm-hmm. you just start laughing at it, and mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting. Brad has yeah. the uh, Brad has the opening uh, music played, uh, queued up for uh, Dennis Mess. Go ahead, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Start laughing right away. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is. I know, but it's really great. But it's magical in that way, huh? It's magical oh, in it's, that it's way. It's like page master music. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah, that's, that's it, it tell, the music yeah. itself tells a story. Right? Have you seen this before, Joey? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can tell you this. Remember? Can't ask any. I, 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 can't ask any I can promise you this. I will. I will promise you this. This is a promise. Okay. To my knowledge, growing up, you know, going to all the many young adult functions that I've gone to at church and all that kind of stuff. You know, young adult. They also have campfires, right? You have buffalo dipping campfires. It's not a young adult thing until you have a campfire and buffalo dip, right? Um, what? Um, that's good, Brad. Thank you very much. You want to keep playing as you're talking? Okay, sure. You know what? I'm going to make it better. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can't tell you how many times when we were mo- roasting marshmallows, I would grab a stick. You know what? This sounds serious. I'll turn this off. No, I'm serious. Uh, it's half serious, half funny. Okay, okay. I would grab a stick. I'd set the marshmallow on fire and I'd start waving it back and forth. And every like single charge. time, somebody who I did not know said to me, they snapped their fingers, pointed at me, and said, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> every single time. This is about a dozen times in my lifetime. At the end scene, when Dennis takes that marshmallow and starts going back and forth with it, yeah. I've done that at so many campfires. And every time, there's always been somebody there to be like, oh, that's from Dennis the Menace. Wow, that's the effect that this movie has had on our generation. It's great, and the dialogue too. The dialogue between Dennis and Margaret is funny. Yes, because they talk oh, about yes. adults from a kid's perspective. Yes, and she exactly. mentions like play, like what do you what do you say about men? Men have all this stuff to do. Or yeah, whatever. There's more important things to do, like what? Play golf and drink beer. Right. <laughs> and, you're, and you're sitting there going, and you're like, nope, yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, and I'm saying for all my friends out there uh, who haven't seen this movie, when, go back and watch this movie, and you will find that you're, oh my goodness, I'm relating to George Wilson now. The older I get, the more I relate to him. You know, And what a great actor he was in that film, playing You know, Martha Wilson, described him perfectly. Martha, uh, she described him perfectly as an old grump. Because you're an old grump, and 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 you're like that's exactly what he is. That's there's no other description. George Wilson is an old grump. So I, I again I recommend that to my friends who grew up with that film. Watch it again; it gets better uh, every single time you watch it, and you find new things to relate to. You can also you can also relate to. I mean, once you have kids, you don't have kids yet, Lord willing, I will. But 
you can also relate to um, uh, Dennis's parents too, as they're trying to raise this this kid and and trying to balance work and uh, all that kind of stuff. But you know, obviously, unfortunately, in that film, uh, Dennis's mother they they want the house and they want the car, so that she has to go out to work. So right. whatever. But anyway, so that is the good and the bad and the ugly segment, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about uh, the big ticket item, which is Glass, a movie that we're very excited to talk about. I don't want to break. I don't want to really get too much into detail, but I can just tell you that everybody here, including Brad, even though Brad doesn't really talk on the show, uh, we're all excited to talk about it oh. and uh, review it. I've been it. holding this one in for a while. Yes. Joe was the first one to see it. That's yes. Right, and was yeah. getting on our case about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, folks, thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week to talk about glass. See ya.